Welcome to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Hi everybody, Chris here and welcome to another episode of Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Hope you're all well, hope you're having a great week wherever you are. Um, today I'm going to be joined by the fantastic Mr. Thomas Dodd, who is going to be joining us to talk about all things martial arts, life, film work, acting, all the cool stuff that he's got going on at the moment. A fantastic guy who I had the pleasure of uh, meeting just before getting involved with the, the film Tribal. Um, so he's going to be joining us a little bit later on to talk about that film and martial arts and everything else in between uh, before that as always i would like to just do a quick couple of shout outs i'm not going to go into the regular sort of pre-show amble um this week i'm going to do a real real quick few little little shares uh, and then we're actually going to jump straight into the interview with thomas so the first shout out i want to give to is mr neil kirkland who has just literally a matter of minutes ago sent me a link um, to an event that he's going to be hosting. I'm just going to click on it now. I've got it on my on my Facebook, ready to go. Um, so, Eddie Quinn seminar on September the 14th. Now, those of you out there that know Eddie will know, not only is he a fantastic martial artist, but top bloke as well. Um, and this uh, this event is going to be in, uh, let me see, it's taking place in Cambridge, the University Sports Centre, uh, Philippa Fawcett Drive in Cambridge. Um, the tickets are going to be, they're all being arranged through Eventbrite. If you go onto Facebook and search for the Eddie Quinn Seminar as part of the Adaptive Martial Arts UK and Ireland group, those of you that have listened to the podcast uh, in the past will know we've had uh, Mr. Kirkland on the show talking about the fantastic work that both he and the group do. So um, if you get on board and support this, I'll just read the details. Um, the one and only Eddie Quinn is in Cambridge to do a unique and inclusive seminar that will touch on and include elements of his world-famous approach system and Silat Fitra. This one seminar you cannot afford to miss. It's £30 per person and it's limited numbers. And of course, it's fully inclusive as well. So um, get involved with that and have a little look, see if it's something you can support. Uh, moving on, let's have a little look into... Oh, I've got the same window open twice here. Uh, professional failure. Let's have a look. <laughs> I had it all good to... Eh, there we go. Best, press the back button. Um, so the next one is from Mr. Del Sampson, who has popped on to let us all know about the uh, West Midlands County Cup, uh, which is taking place. Let me see here. Um, see, the thing with these posts is they always get shared from another post. So I have to click, click. Ah, there we go. Sunday, the 22nd of September this year. Uh, where does it take place? Um... I know it says West Midlands County Cup in the thing, but I'm trying to figure out, does it say where it is? Anyway, if you get in touch with Dell, I'm sure he'll tell you all about it. it oh, there's a 600-plus open weight cash prize. There you go. Can't say better than that. Go and have a look. If you go on the WKUEngland.net website, all the details will be on there. The next one is from uh, Master Snow, uh, who's popped on to let everybody know about Taekwondo Championships. Um, it says the oh, they've done the Roman numerals thing. I always struggle with those. Uh, let me see. So five, six, seven, eight, eight English Open. Well, okay, we'll take that. Um, takes place on the sixth of Open, two thousand and nineteen. Um, it says it's got six full size rings. All rings have a hundred percent 
independent umpires, um, all the different information in there. If you go onto the website, which is um, ltsi-tournaments.co.uk, um, it says there's only 425 competitors allowed, so you know get in touch quickly. Uh, but yeah, that's the Open Taekwondo Championships taking place in the, on the 6th of October 2019. Where is it? That's a good question. don't know if I've already said that or not. I uh, don't think it says on the post either. Well, you'll have to go on the website and find out. Uh, the last one is from Mr. Mark Lane, who... That was really not a very good one, was it? <laughs> just have to guess. Pick a place in the country and turn up. Uh, Mr. Mark Lane is running... Uh, got in touch to let everyone know that the Shelton Academy of Martial Arts are hosting a Filipino boxing workshop with the awesome Mitmaster... Oh, Mitmaster Matt, there you go. In High Wycombe, Buckshire, on the 13th of October. It's a Sunday. Um, it says they've got a few members, sorry, a few places left for non-members. It says, please can you give this, oh, please can you, this is the question to me. I nearly, I nearly actually read the question to me. He says, please, can you give a mention on your excellent podcast? Well, thank you for saying it's excellent. I do appreciate that. Uh, for, for contact details, please contact either Mark Lane or look for Chilton Academy on Facebook. There you go. So I've given that one a shout out. So we're going to go now into our interview with Thomas Dodd. It's a fantastic chat. We had a real good catch up earlier on today. Um, and then after that, we're going to be chatting to Mr. Matthew Chapman, who I've just mentioned a few minutes ago. So go check out the interview with Thomas, and I will catch you on the other side. You're listening to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, so joining me on the phone now, we've got the awesome Mr. Thomas Dodd. How are we doing today, sir? Yeah, doing good, you know, Chris. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We're glad we, glad we finally got here, you know. Every single week, it's like, all right, we'll do it this week, and then you know, something comes up, and you know, it's just we know how it is. Yeah, busy times. Like, that's life, isn't it? Busy times. So, what I always like to do with these interviews is sort of go back to the start with the martial arts journey. Um, and for yourself, when did you first get into martial arts, and why? The when and the why are always the key ones for me. It was when I was about five years old, maybe, maybe six years old. Wow. Uh, basically, because I started watching Power Rangers and the Ninja Turtles and yep. all that, you know what I mean? That's what it was for me, and I wanted to do all that, you know what I mean? So uh, I begged me, harassed my parents. They took me to a local karate school. Uh, big shout out to Dave Hughes. Okay. Uh, a lot of people, some people from the UK circuit will know him, do you know what I mean? He. Mm. Uh, he done Uchi, a single saying Uchi Ryu Karate. Okay. Uh, that, that, that's where I first started. I done that up until Brown Belt. Uh, and then I started training with my dad's cousin's husband. Okay. Who is Mr. Alfie Lewis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, st- I started training at both gyms at the same time and sort of like ended up in Alfie's more often than not. Uh, so I stayed with Alfie for about three, four years. I must be in like teenage school now. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, yeah. secondary school. And then I sort of don't want to go too much into it, but like I sort of stopped going to martial arts and stuff like that. Mm. Started getting into bits of trouble and that in school, as you do, yeah. young young lad. And then uh, left school come back to the martial arts and it's pretty much been me my lifeblood ever since. Yeah. Uh, 
there's 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 just so many different ways you can go there. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's mm. mental, your physical, your mm. emotional, uh, your spiritual. I know mm. that's a bit cheesy and cliche because it's a bit no. of a fashion, can be a bit of a fashion trend sometimes, and I think people get a little bit too attached to I don't know some things sometimes. And like at the end of the day, martial arts, martial art. You know, it's got to do what it was designed to do. Martial means military, doesn't it? Mm, absolutely. And so people get like talk, and I, I totally agree with it. And it, especially for like kids, youngsters, and that, you know what I mean? It can have mm. a tremendous effect that like quelling young, young boys' uh, enthusiasm for life, shall we say, and getting their energy <laughs> out in a yes. different way. Yeah. Uh, I think he like. From a, a, a girl's or a lady's perspective, it's important for girls and, and not to be able to defend themselves because, you know, let's have it right. Yeah. Some absolute beasts out there, do you know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Uh, and from a, a man's point of view, I, I don't know what I'd do with all that with mm. all that energy I spend every day. It's just it'd be going somewhere. Mm. It'd probably be going inward and it'd be like a negative way or something sure. like that, do you know what I mean? So I like the creativeness. Mm. Uh, I like the expression. I like. I like the refinement yep. of the role. Do you know what I mean? It's like <clears throat> it takes its toll on your body, but at the same time, I'd rather do that than the alternative. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I get off. I get, I get off on the endorphins. I yeah. I, I go to the gym every day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I, if I don't do that, my head's just not right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to do that, like, and as. Uh, as of recently, I haven't been getting into the dojo as much as I'd like, uh, which for me it's it, it's a it's a nerve because that's that's where the water comes from. Do you know what I mean? The water mm-hmm. starts at that's the top of the mountain, as far as I'm concerned. Do you know what I mean? I've had to come down because, like, at one point, I I was like, I was half like a monk at the top of a mountain. I just sort of like shun society for a few years and just had to get my own my own yep. right my own head right and I, yep and I just sat in the house studied martial arts went and trained with with out with sensei mm. and uh, so you mentioned obviously um training with sensei alpha lewis which I think it's fair to say that every single listener listening now where regardless of where they are in the world will know about him will know about his school will know about his students and the success what was it like I've always wondered what was it like that first time. Do you remember the first time you went in? You walked through that door. Do you remember that? I had I had a bit of a different different perspective on that because I was always friends with Alfie. Sure, children. sure. I was I was good friends with Aaron. Uh, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw to see the I saw to see them as a dad first, and then I got then I had to witness that. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Uncle Alfie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. And then you get to the gym, and there was just none of that. There was mm. just none of it. It was, it was brutal, man. But at the same time, I, I thank God for it. Even at the, if at the time, I was like this little kid and that, and like I wanted to be a ninja, but I didn't want to be a ninja that bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, love it. All bro, it was like I'm not even because that that's some next level stuff that they get up to that like we've always got up to. Even yeah. to this day, he's still turning them out. You know what I mean? And yep. there's only one way to. He's got a method, and he's got a consistency to to his method. You know what I mean? And he's, it, 
you don't have to be a great fighter to be a great coach, but he's a great fighter and a great coach. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, it's just like it's magical to see from whatever level you're looking at. It's magical to like be close to the guy and just have his respect and that. You know what I mean? Because he's like, I was a fan. Like, like I am a fan. Do you know what I mean? Even still, like I can, I can go and train with him anytime I want, and still I'm just like, wow. Like and he'll say something to you, and he'll just break you down and just make you can make you feel like this, or he can make you feel like you're sitting on the shoulder of a giant. You know what I mean? He can. Sure. He's he's a psychological master in mm. my eyes. He's like, I like to compare him to like Custamato, Custamato, yeah. or somebody like that. You know what I mean? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes these kids under his wing and that, and then all of a sudden he could be going, he could like come from really adverse circumstances. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden. They're out there, do you know what I mean? They're like they're doing things and people are paying attention. It, it's nice to see because, as I say, he still does it to this day. Like I'm watching, like you got your Odell Kamara's and your Cadens and mm-hmm. your Tyler's and your John, uh, Connor Glovers and that that are coming through now. They were just total mm-hmm. beasts, do you know what I mean? And that, that's the next, that, that's the next generation, do you know what I mean? And even and then you, you had like. <clears throat> Marcus and Simon Dodd and Daryl Gallagher, do you know what I mean? Callum Glover. Mm-hmm. And then you go back a bit more and you've got like bloody Robbie Uses and yeah. Paul McBride's, <clears throat> Tony Kelly's, Mark just and then you go back even further and you've got like Andrew Boyce's, Carlton Abbey's and mm-hmm. Mad Dogs and it's just crazy, isn't it? So it's like a forty, fifty year legacy or something yeah. like faith or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, one thing that, for me anyway, when I see the videos on social media and stuff, is it does very much, to me anyway, it has a feeling of a, a family, as a, yeah, a yeah. unit. You know, these are brothers and sisters that you could rely upon oh, at any time. A hundred percent, like one hundred percent. Like, if, if I got a phone call now, it's it's not even like, oh, what's up? It's like, okay, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Okay, you know, whatever. Uh, and that, that that goes for like people who you've been in dojo with, like Alfie's like the golden thread that holds us all together, do you know what I mean? And it's like there's all people coming and like sort of like something happens in there, like they'll sort of drift off for a bit and then But one thing for sure, if you're there, you're there and you're there hundred percent. There's no half measures, do you know what I mean? That's why everyone's so close and that because everyone's in there giving hundred percent because if yeah. you're not you know, it's you know, it's not it's it's not a PC, it's not a very PC gap, it's not a very PC place. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like when you're there and you're training, and you don't turn up for training. It's just like you're being selfish to everybody around you. You're depriving all them of a, of a decent training partner. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. very much it's a siege mentality. It's like us against the world sort of thing. Because like once you get into that mode, like. It's different, like in the in the movie world and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's just chill and there's no bad intentions and this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, in that martial arts world, we're gonna fight. Some, mm. Someone's gonna try and punch me in the face, man. And like, you know, I don't care if it's a, a mosquito or a lion. You know what I mean? If it's got bad intentions to me, I, like I've got bad intentions towards it. Mm. You know what I mean? It a, and it, it's a sport, and it's all this, that, and the other. But it's more than a sport, really, and it's those people like who say like, it's like it's not even yeah. it's not the pride or nothing like that. It's just I suppose it is pride. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just it's, yeah, it's, heart it's, in it. You know what I mean? It's just 
don't give up no matter what sort of <laughs> things like you're not even fighting for yourself you're fighting for everyone around you so how can you give up you can yeah. give up on yourself do you know what I mean? You could, you know, you could get this, that, and other, but you can't give up on your family, man. No. You can't give up on the people, and that's like that's how I used to see it. Like when I was fighting, that's like I was never, in my opinion, yeah, I'm, I'm not the best, I'm not the best fighter in the world by no shadow of doubt. Yeah, like there's guys out there doing it right now who're in training camps and this, that, and the other. They're, they're the real animals. Do you know what I mean? They like had that ready to fight and that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm, I'm out of it at the minute. Do you know what I mean? I've been. Mm doing the the afternoon and whatnot for like mm. last year. I, I would feel though that that com- that competitive instinct must still be there. Oh it that... is it, it is it is in a major way. It's like that's the the best thing that Alfie's like instilled in us or like one of the things that I appreciate the most is is what they call the switch. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like it's like you've got a lion, yeah, walking you you got a tiger like walking through the jungle, India, whatever it is. And it's just going about his business, and all of a sudden, he sees a, a little flicker or something, and it's a deer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, man, that lion switches from going about its business to mm. being about its business. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It just goes <laughs> whack, and it switches. I'm not getting all cheesy. Like, I don't want to get too, like, uh, anamorphic or whatever you want to you, yeah. you say this. You know what I mean? But it's just like, that switch to be able to go from like nice and jovial to just like a sick twisted killer like in a second obviously you've got to mediate that yeah because obviously you don't you know, switch it on leave it on <laughs> you can it's, it's not even so much switching it on switching off because you can do that it's, it's to what level do you want to switch it on to got you got you yeah. you can switch it on to any level that you want really and it's like whatever you repeatedly train and tell yourself in your mind that's what's going to come out in reality Got you. you know what I mean? So obviously, don't go too far with that. So you want it more as like a dimmer switch than just a straight switch? It doesn't want to be an off. It wants yeah, it's got to go past it. Gotta, <laughs> at the end of the day, there's a good saying as well. I'd rather be judged than judged by twelve. I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six. Yes. I'd rather be in that box. Than in that box. Yes. Uh, I'm like I'm not about that life. I'm not. I, I don't want to go to jail. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I'd rather go to jail than die. That's yeah. It's fair enough. Yeah. Um. So. You were talking obviously a little bit earlier uh, about fighting and training. Um. And I just wondered if you could touch a little bit on your your tournament experience and time. And is there any point that stands out for you? Any uh, particular opponents that stand out, or fights that stand out, or maybe not even so much fights. Maybe periods of your time competing that stand out? Uh, there's there's a couple of things that stand out. Uh, there's a couple of, there's like, there's a few fights. Uh, I had this one time where I had like this out of body experience sort of thing. Wow. No, I went out of body. But time like slowed down. Mm, mm. Yeah, 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 you hear that, yeah. And the guys come running at me and like blitzing me in slow mo. And I've just stood there, looked at him for a little minute, saying, like, wow, this is trippy, this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then swept him up in the air and punched him as he hit the deck. Do you know what I mean? Sort of thing, just like broke it. But I just remember looking around for a split second and everything was just like in slow mo. This guy's running at me. It only happened like over a second or something. Do you know what I mean? Just, and then wow. just swept him up in the air and punched him down to the ground. Yeah, you, you hear about people having that sort of experience in um, 
uh, like car crash sex sort of experiences and um, sudden stress situations that everything seems to slow down. It's like it's like your brain has this capacity to sort of control that moment and uh, and, and allow you to do things that you wouldn't normally be able to do. Um, it's uh, for me like the the when it happened, it was like sort of just as I come back. I just, I just like had, uh, I went away for a bit and then I come back <clears throat> and it was at that time and it was I was just so raw and like real and it was just like I was like I was like a grenade rather than a gun I had no direction it was just going off everywhere you know yeah. what I mean and like someone like Alfie sort of come along put me in a scaffolding pipe do you know what I mean and set me <laughs> off down that way that sort of gave me yeah. some trajectory yeah yeah you know yeah know what I mean so yeah uh, but that 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 was just that was that that's something that definitely stood out to me, and it weren't like the best fight or this that and the other. It weren't this that and the other. It was just the guys like it looked like he was running at me in slow mo, sweeping over there and I punched him down to the floor. And uh, another another good fight I had was against an Italian guy called Alberto Busson. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Alberto, uh, man can fight. Yeah. <laughs> fight man uh, we had a we had a war over in Italy we stopped all the areas everyone gathered around and wow uh, I was very raw I weren't really like that's like I wear it I wear it on my sleeves like I could be knackered and I'm still fighting so that's why I might, I might look sloppy sometimes and that you know what I mean but there's always fight to fight in it mm-hmm. uh, and I lost that fight to be honest it's one of the best one of the best fights I've ever had and I lost it Probably on a split or something, do you know what I mean? But I still lost it. I don't know. It's just mad that one of the best fights I ever had, I lost. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and I think but... that I think that maybe, if I can say, I think that maybe says a lot about you personally, really. Um, if you can look at it that way. I mean, a lot of people would perhaps see it differently. But I think the fact that you can look at that loss as a positive says a lot about yourself. Yeah. There was a... There's been a few fights, to be honest. Most of the fights, most of the fights that stick out to me are probably ones that I've lost. You know what I mean? Because because I'm thinking oh, I want to I want to get that guy back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll have all the excuses in my head and all that, and I'll sit there and I'll think about it, and I'll be, and I'll just be like, your excuses aren't worth crap, lad. Do you know what I mean? You got mm-hmm. beat, better man on the day. Do you know what I mean? So, but I'm still in my head. I'm like, oh, I want to get back. But at the same time, obviously, I've got I've got other things going on right now. So mm, yeah, I'm just there. Uh, I'm just, they're just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to take the L for now, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, a little bit later on down the martial arts journey, you decided to turn around to teaching as well. Um, yeah. I just wondered when that came about, and was it something that you wanted to do for a long time, or was it just you want one day there was that click and you thought, you know what, I want to share this with others now. Yeah, I, like <clears throat> I, I was back with Alfie, and. You know, you just see, you just see, you just see all the good that martial arts does. You know what I mean? I've done it since I was an early age, and it was all there. Do you know what I mean? I come back to it, and I lucky enough, I come back to it just like just the right age. So I've still got like a bit of flexibility. Of, you know what I mean? And a bit. I, I know, yeah. <laughs> you got uh, a lot, mate. You're like an elastic band. Uh, there's a story about that as well, though. You know. Uh, Go on. <laughs> there's a story about that as well. Uh, I used to. I guess sense sensei Alfie Luce used to stretch me, yeah. Yeah. Used to stretch me like three times a week. So when we when we used to train, we used to go in three times a week. And I'd have a guy sitting on my chest, I'd have Alfie in between <laughs> my legs, 
there's a video <coughs> floating around somewhere on Facebook of this. Hmm. Uh, and I'll have two other guys on, 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 on a leg each as well. And I'll feel like, <clears throat> in a controlled manner, of course, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They just push it down to the floor, do you know what I mean? But this was like, because I was watching people like Terry O'Neill and that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, massive fan of Terry O'Neill. Who uh, isn't? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Watching, uh, I was watching a lot of them and I was like, I want to be able to do the splits and that. And I went into Alpine. and I was just at the time, it was just like nothing to lose. Just, I just, I just, without getting too much into it, I was just, I was a bit nuts, do you know what I mean? And I just, every day for like, well, every day, three times a week for like a month, I used to get this, uh, like, like John Claude Van Damme style blood sports punishment, do you know what I mean? And that's why I've somewhat got some flexibility back as well, you know? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that was it. yeah, I think it's, uh, it's fair to say, you know, you've got some incredibly impressive kicking and not not just the kicking but also the um, the balance and control and um yeah i'm, I'm finding trying to find words um, i've had one of those lack of sleep days this last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, words just seem to filter yeah. out my brain but no you've got that composure and control that's um that much... you can see in the transitions between your kicks yeah like that's very much a uh... And he fosters is a lot of what I'm saying is obviously I've got to, I've got to put it down, spending such a, such a massive amount of time with me sensei and all his influence and the people he's introduced me to and all that. So they say I'm not I'm not rewriting nothing new. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like I'm just like remaking the wheel here. But what I will say is like a lot of what I do, it, it's all about balance. Mm. Uh, I can't just like. I put up, I, I put up like uh, on Facebook, and I like I put up like a dance video every now and then. Yeah, it's just because like things like ballet and like the tempo, the rhythm, the coordination, the re- your relationship to the floor, yep. your connectivity to the floor. Do you know what I mean? Uh, your structural integrity, all all these things. Uh, it just has so much to do with what we do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like rather than thinking about like a kick as a kick and a punch as a punch and that, think in terms of body shapes and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, that's a, I just go down a massive rabbit hole there. Do you know yeah. No, saying? no. You know, I'm I'm the same with that. You well, you know, I can yeah. talk about every single minute detail of a of a step to the left, like, or it's it's so important. It's so like, important. There's. <sighs> There's a lot of uh, things that aren't related to martial art that you just learn so much for. And, like, I want to mm-hmm. give a shout out to a guy here, right? And it's like, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. And all, but in my opinion, he's a massive genius. I've never had the chance to train with him just because of, cause I've always been so, like, I'm just into my training, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I am and stuff like that. Like, if I, you know, if I come up and down that part of the country or whatever, I'd probably go and train with that guy as well, do you know what I mean? If sure. Alfie weren't there, do you know what I mean? But there's, there's a guy called, like, Steve Morris, you know, on that guy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And he's, like, you know, he's, he's not the most amiable guy in the world, no offence, do you know what I mean? But the man's a genius, do you know what I mean? Just, like, some of the stuff, like, you see someone share one of his posts or something, you read it, and it's like, that sort of approach... Mm. Like that Steve Morris approach, do you know what I mean? Where he just looks like, like a scientist, like a surgeon, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, dude's cracking people's chest plates and half, and he's like 70 odd years of age. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
there's a reason you can do that stuff. I know you like, it's like anything in life. You, you find the people who can do it and you, you look yeah. at them and you, you listen to them. Do you know what I mean? Big shout yeah. out to Steve Morris, by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, at the outset, when we first when we first started chatting, 25 minutes ago already, um, flies by, uh, you were mentioning, obviously, that you'd taken a little bit more time on the acting side of things. Yeah. What points... Do you, do you think this goes back? I mean, I know of myself when I first started out in martial arts, it was a similar sort of situation. You know, I was watching Karate Kid and, you know, all the all the stuff that you yeah, hear a lot of people that, say. And I, I was, you know, I was so I was initially hooked by the visual element, the um, sort of the art aspect of it, you might say. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it wasn't until later on in training that I suddenly realized, you know, that's the thing that initially hooked me and that's the thing that I want to try. I want to. I want to give that a go. Yeah. What was it for you that w- was acting something that was always there that you wanted to do, or like the teaching? Did that just some, suddenly pop in one day and you go, do you know, I want to do this? Like, like obviously, every every like you know, everyone wants to be the when they're young. Everyone wants to be the guys they see on the screen, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone has yeah. idols and heroes and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I was a bit of a nerd. Do you know what I mean? And I, I can say that because I was one. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, I still am a nerd, I suppose. Uh, I, I always wanted, like, I, I, I always used to have my hand up in that. Do you know what I mean? I always yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Said, I don't know, all Kids yeah. don't like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but, like, growing up in that, like I, I did, you know, everyone wants to be like a superhero on this time either, but like I sort of got without going too much into it, I sort of went off the, the rails a little bit, do you know what I mean? And like I got distracted for a while now and then I I took over a local community centre that was uh, due to be knocked down uh, about six, seven years ago. Uh, we put petitions together, not a petition, I shouldn't really say that. We put like the you know support paper, whatever you want yeah. to say together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we we got the building saved it. We run pensioners bingo and everything out there and the martial arts. So I started teaching me martial arts out out of this community center, uh, as well as running all the other projects. And we what you call it? Uh, started speaking to the likes of uh, Zara. Do you know yep. what I mean? Stuff yep. like that. Got, got matey with Zara and uh, and Vic. They messaged, messaged Z one day and just said, you know, like, how'd you go about? Do you know what I mean? If you don't mind, mm-hmm. don't want to waste your time or nothing. Do you know what I mean? But uh, just a couple of little pointers besides. And he said to me, I don't know, get your head in a couple of little uh, indie movies. Do you know what I mean? Etc. Uh, get talking to people, get yourself about and that, you know, you've got skills and that, just show them what you can do and that's yeah. basically what I've been trying to do, do you know what I mean? Uh, and it's not, like, for me, like, it, it was always, like, because they got the rails a little bit, yeah, I've got this, like, little thing in me where I just want, like, I just want to make my mum and dad proud and that, do you know what I mean, growing up and that, lad, do you know what I mean? I think, I, I think a lot of people can obviously relate to that, like, yeah. that's, a, that's a human thing, do you know what I mean? And, uh, now I've got kids, that's obviously passed on, on to there, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? So now I'm just I'm all about making them proud, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, 
got the martial arts club there, which I've, to be honest, I haven't been doing as much teaching as I, as I want to lately because we've been producing this film, etc. Yeah. Uh, and a couple of other projects we've got going on. But like, I've got my brothers there, Sam and Dodd, who's got his first uh, I think it's a cage fight or K1 fight uh, coming up. I think it's 13 for 14 on PFC okay. fighting championship. It's one of them hard knock ones where they all bash each other up. Yeah. You know, me, Rob. Yeah. So he's getting in there and he's having a go. And I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of him. Do you know what I mean? So him and my other brother and my sister, uh, they sort of like, because they're all black belts and they're off as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So uh, they're sort of like keeping that going while I'm sort of like trying to. Uh, trailblaze this little new path out a little bit, you know what I mean? And obviously, I can't wait to get back into like what I do, do you know what I mean? And like, because like, I feel like I haven't been able to give some of these kids the due diligence that they deserve from my point of view. That's just me being me, do you know what yeah. I mean? I just like I take a very personal nap because where we're from, it's not the most pleasant. It, it's, it's a nice area and that, you know what I mean? And yeah. this, that, and the other, but it has rough parts, you know what I mean? Like like a lot of places, or like yeah. a lot of uh, estate-type parts, you know what I mean? They have <clears throat> they have uh, some rough parts and that, so it's not necessarily, I'm not too worried about, like, like the belts and the competitions and this, that, and the other. I'm more worried, like, what keeps me up at night is, like, thinking these kids getting into, like, getting picked yeah. on in school and coming getting their teeth knocked out and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know this sort of, which happens you know what I mean mm. or or doesn't happen <clears throat> you know what I mean depending on like and it's not all about just being able to teach the kids to fight it's about spatial awareness and that you know what I mean it's about recognising yeah. bad intentions and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. like building body language and mm. negative behaviours and that towards you do you know what I mean getting yourself mm. out of that situation don't get me wrong sometimes you've got to stick your back to the wall yeah. back to the beach and just fight you know what I mean but uh, a lot of it's it's not all about that do you know what I mean as much mm. as like when I teach my kids I get uh, I do get quite real and raw and graphic and I'll tell them you know I'll talk to them in a, in, a, in a graphic manner somewhat graphic in manner because while always maintaining this this air of respect and the switch it on the switch it off but that is because like especially in some of these rougher schools these kids like going to the schools and that, and it's like you're like everyone. They've never heard no one speak like that to them. And then all yeah. of a sudden, the first person in the air speak to that like that to them is this young kid. And all of a sudden, you know, the kid says something violent to them, and all of a sudden they panic because they've never been spoken to that, like that before. Whereas mm. if I'm like, "Are you? You know, get over there now, get it done." That's you know what I mean. At least the the sort of dealing with the pressure that yeah. comes with 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 someone being aggressive towards you. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, at the minute, I don't know how much you're allowed to talk about, but, I, well, it's not like it's a secret. It's out there on social media. I know, I know, I know. Um, Tribal. Tribal. How, are you, how are you finding the experience? As a, but from, I think from multiple points of view as well, because, you know, with the added pressure of being involved from on a production side and as, a, as an actor as well, and it's a very physical role, you know, how are you finding the experience? It's amazing, really. It's yeah. like, like, it's, 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 it's like, there's so many different, uh, as you say, there's so many different avenues that uh, I could I could uh, explain it from. Like, from, from an acting point of view, it's been amazing just working with some of the talent that's been on board, like yourself, do you know what I mean? And that, like, 
when we were putting our, our little uh, secret thing together the other month, do you know what I mean? Little set two. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> but uh, like Mr. Ross O'Hennessy and Rachel Warren and Grayson Matthews, like these people who have I've, I've I've seen them on social media and that, you know what I mean? I've like I've thought, I've always thought, yeah, they're talented, they they conduct themselves in the right way, do you know what I mean? It's like that's like I, I want to get in with them guys, you know what I mean? And now I'm on like the, I'm on some of the poster work and that with them, yeah. you know what I mean? It's a, it's a cool, that's a, that's a super cool experience, you know what I mean? From going yeah. from like just building it up, just chipping out at it for like the last ten years or something. Like people might not see that, you know what I mean? Because a lot of yeah. the work's been getting done behind closed doors, but it's like, yeah. like the last ten years or something that I've been working towards this, you know what I mean? And now I'm just you no, know, this this is like. I'm starting to get somewhere, hopefully, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm starting to get a bit of recognition, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm not too bothered, like, do you know what I mean? About getting, like, pat on the back. I just want to, you know, as I say, make the people around me proud, that's it, do you know what I mean? Obviously, um, it's nice to get paid for what you do as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, have, you had the, um, have you had the experience yet of seeing yourself on the big screen? Have you, have you got that? Uh, Are you waiting for that one? No, 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 I'm gonna own up to right now. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but no, it, that's that's cool. That 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 you see yourself in a poster, um, you see yourself in a trailer, yeah. and then you see yourself in a big screen, and it's just. Nah, I'm really messing. No, yeah, no, uh, the best. A uh, red con one. I was actually, I actually had a bit. Oh part, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Part, like an extra part, like back in the day when when I spoke to Z and that. You know what I mean? Red con one. Uh, big shout out to Mark Stange and. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's Chi in it. Chi directed right. it. Big uh, shout out to them guys because obviously it's been released and it's been really well. So yeah, I, I think my face flashes up on there. So if you look really hard and soft, you might find me on there somewhere. Look yeah, yeah, I, I, re- I remember that as well. The, the first time um, I was in so- something that was like a, a, a bigger release, and I went to the cinema with my wife, my, wife, my now wife, and I'm like, I'm on the screen. I was on like I don't know, about 20, 30 seconds or something, and yeah. I'm looking around going. Anybody's seen? That's me. That's me on there. You can't tell. <laughs> That's me. I'm under all this shit. You can't tell it's me, but I'm like, look, it's me on yeah. there. I've done a <laughs> everyone... as well where you can't see your face and that, you know what I mean? You know it's you. Just... I was covered with all the, this like special effects makeup and stuff. You couldn't see it was me, but I'm like, hey, it's me. That's great. Yeah, no, it's... It's, just, it's just cool. And it's just like, yeah. if, if it's something that you're into, then you're into it. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's. Besides being on the big screen, it's all the stuff that goes on in the back. Yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You get really close with people doing this sort of stuff, don't you? Do you know what I mean? It's like, there's a lot of pressure involved. There's a lot of... Uh, you're going through something with someone. It's like these training camps that we used to do in Mission Kai, which are like just notorious. Just get beasted everywhere every day. Do you know what I mean? It's like... It's not the same type of pressure. Do you know what I mean? That's like a physical, like emotional, don't care style pressure. Do you know what I mean? But uh, mm. not to over exaggerate, like, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you, it's the same in, in, in these in business and that. You know what I mean? You you get partners and you you both commit, and then uh, or you all commit to the project. You know what I mean? You bring in good people, especially on these uh, lower budget indie films. Do you know what I mean? Because you really do. You have to you have to be like a family to get that yeah. thing done. Do you know what I mean? You've got to be able to prepare to do long days. You've yep. got to be prepared to like sacrifice your time, do you know what I mean? And like everyone thinks like the, the actors, this and the actors, that, but the actors were damn hard, man. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. stunt guys, 
the cameramen, them cameramen, shout out to the Websters, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. What you call it? They work hard, them guys, you know, first ones on set and all the stuff up, last ones off, don't yeah. get on till and then they've got to put all the stuff on. You know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of work that goes into these things, it's not sure. The catering staff and stuff like yeah. that who are there every day, do you know what I mean? The drivers, mm-hmm. the drivers, uh, I could just give shout outs to everyone right now because it's just, everyone's just been like, it's been really humbling. It's been, uh, I know I want to be proud of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, been, it's been a lot of work, it's been a lot of, uh, rewriting plans and rewriting, but you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with that? Gonna that, mo- that moment when you're at the premiere and you're watching it on the screen, and oh, you can yeah. turn and yeah, and uh, you're you know, and quite rightly, you'll have earned your space on the front row. But you know, what you need to do you need to stop at some point and turn around and look at everybody and look for their reaction because that's a cool moment. It's a really cool moment when you can when you know you've had a hand in. And creating this on the screen, and you turn around and see everybody else watching that and their reaction. It makes those two o'clock finishes and four o'clock get ups, and it all makes it worth it. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Because, uh, don't get me wrong, they, uh, you know, obviously the journey and all this, that, and the other, but that, 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 that moment where you just like, like, it's like, you know, I'm not, I don't I no way compare, but you know what I mean? It must have like, you know, like Michelangelo card, David. Mm. He must have just stood back, must have and just like knocked the dust off his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, wow. You know yeah. I mean? So, so going forwards, I mean, after this, I mean, obviously, I, 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 you can't go into details and I fully appreciate that, but you know, um, are there, there, there are other projects that you want to produce as well, or you, do you want to go, do you want to focus more on the acting side or? Do you know, where do you think you'll go ultimately with this? Uh, I, th- I think a bit of both. I yeah. think a bit of both. Uh, obviously, I want to I wanna develop as an actor. Do you know what mm. I mean? I don't like, I, like, I can do all the kicks and I can do all the punches and that, but like what a, a lot of people probably aren't aware of, that I'm, I'm doing a lot of work in the background, working on, say, accents and things like mm. that, because as you can tell, I've got quite a, a thick <laughs> Liverpoolian accent, you know what I, I mean? So, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> uh, different acting techniques and that, you know what I mean? Just uh, dropping in and out of character sort of thing. That's like something that I feel like I sort of... I've had some help with me. Martial artists help with that, because this ability yeah. to be able to switch on, switch yep. off sort of thing. You can do that with any with any emotion, do you know what I mean? Sort of thing. So yep. you'll take yourself in the corner for ten minutes and then come back out and then you just like you're you're part of the keg ready to go, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or I, I enjoy the mental gymnastics of it all, do you know what I mean? I that's, enjoy That's a good description. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I, I know this is a pretty typical question from a from an acting perspective, but who do, who do you look up to as an actor? Or a performer. Who do you aspire to be? I know you. Ultimately, there's only one of you, but yeah. Who do you aspire towards being there's, similar to? Uh, it's it's as cliche to a degree. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, I, I, it's, it just sounds so cliche. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's just the normal great. Do you know what I mean? You've got your yeah. Al Pacino's and that. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I'm not no Cuban American guy. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> it's just that sort of uh, that sort of style. Obviously, from martial arts actors' point of view, do you know what I mean? 
you can't really talk about UK martial arts action without talking about like so Scott, um, yeah. Michael, Jai White, and yeah. you know people like this. Even like Jason Statham, who's yeah. just killed it. You know what I mean? Like these sorts of actors. Who uh, even Vinnie Jones likes of them too. Absolutely. Degree, you know I mean? It's just like you really portray their character really well. And they've done something with themselves, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? Yep. They, they had a plan and, and they went for it and they've achieved success. Hats off to them, do you know what I mean? These are the types of people that I want to look at, I want to see what they're doing, and then uh, hopefully, you know. Star alongside. God willing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Star alongside. Uh, from. Yeah, so basically, from acting point of view, though, you, you know, you've got your Marlon Brandos and all this, do you know what I mean? There's just so many different levels you can go with acting, you know. Mm. You've got. Al Pacino in the in the Merchant of Venice, do you know what I mean? Which some mm. some of this old Shakespearean stuff and that, which like is still all very applicable today. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. One of the one of the future plans that I've got is actually like an action film based on the Merchant of Venice, on on the Merchant of Venice, but like obviously brought into a, into a modern day setting. Do you know what I mean? With you hit, you heard it here first, guys. There you go. <laughs> Little bit of a tidbit there. Exclusive. Well, absolutely. Well, I mean, um, hang on one second. Connection went there. Uh, uh, I'm this... back. I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. As far as tribal goes as well, uh, I'd just like to say, like, it started off something and it's finished something else. Do you know what I mean? It was always going to be and an independent film that was gonna push push the benchmark push the boundary that's what we had in mind but it well and truly done that now and like it, obviously i can't say too much about things do you know what i mean but there's been some exciting developments where with distribution uh deals getting done do you know what i mean mm. can't say too much about it yeah but, obviously uh, it just turned into something else and it's just been it's been it's been amazing to watch and that's that that's all essentially it's turned into a beast because of like just all the little things all the little things like all the volu- like we had, we had loads of people just coming down to set and just volunteering that because out of the goodness of the heart and stuff like that like people who i know and that are just coming up to me just like can we do anything to help you and stuff like that probably i don't know like because you can see us when you when when people see you helping yourself. Yeah, they're, they're gonna help you, aren't they? Do you know what yeah. I mean? If you won't help yourself, no one wants to help you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Basically, so, very yeah, true. Just something else, and uh, like we've got we've got a guy from a uh, from Hollywood musician. Uh, yeah, like the composer uh, Stephen Stephen Thumb, I think his name is. He works That's... on like the event in uh, the Avengers. Yeah, well, he's very lots, lots of cool stuff that I did actually see the post. I'm going to see if I can find it. Transformers, he's done the scores for Transformers, etc. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we've got obviously Mr. Russell Hennessy from GOT. Mm. You know what I mean? Lord of Phones. He's been, yeah. <laughs> it's been, it's been great working with Ross. Uh, absolute professional. Can't say enough nice things about the guy. Really yeah. nice. Shout out to Ross. Yeah, I found let's see, uh, Mission Impossible, uh, yeah. Geostorm, yeah, Transformers. Yeah. That's yeah, that's 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 cool scoop. I'm looking forward to hearing that. That's going to be cool. Uh, 
we, we start, we begin filming again uh, Monday, this Monday. Yeah. We do, I think we've got two days next week and then we've got, we we nail out the, the last of the block. I think it's something like 10, 11 days, something like that. Uh, probably not right, like, like, do you know what I mean? But somewhere around 10, 11 days more filming. Uh, we've got, uh, We've got a certain individual coming, can't say too, too much about it, but we've got a, a certain person coming down to set uh, with regards to one of these distribution distribution deals, etc. Who's going to be in the film, etc., etc. Uh, and that's about all I can say about that. Just make sure it's not a day I'm there, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll make sure it is a day you're there, because yeah. <laughs> we'll sell it, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Between us, we're on yeah. fire. Yeah, we'll sell it, lad. But yeah, I, I, again, I don't think we can say too much about that either. But you know, I am yeah. looking forward to, to to getting involved again, and uh, yeah, it's going to be oh, good yeah, fun. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm looking forward to it. Not not long now. Yep. Not long now. Not long now. Well, listen, it's been absolutely great talking to you, and thank you for sharing your experiences in the martial arts and obviously in life and in film. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, wish you all the best with everything. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know, um. Just trying my best, you know, like everybody else, get up in the morning, do you know what I mean? And uh, try and keep myself occupied. Mm. I've, got, I've got one of them minds, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I do. But, uh, <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to say a big thank you to, uh, with regards to the tribal and that, yeah, I just want to throw a big shout out there to uh, Cataclean Racing. Yep. Yep. Uh, these are some of our sponsors, Cataclean Racing, Ballpark Developments, 24-7 Noon Park Warren Tires, and all Machine and Plant Tire. And friends of Allerton Towers. Yeah. I'd just like to say a big thank you to them guys because they they they're the people who've given local people a chance. Do you know what I mean? These are Absolutely. people who've been there, done it, and then they're coming back to, to, to help other people achieve their dreams. So, you know, big thank you and respect to them guys. Big shout out to those guys. Brilliant big stuff. Big shout out to Sensei Alfie Lewis as well. Absolutely. And my mum and dad. <laughs> yes. Without without whom none of this would be happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks very much for your time, and um, we'll catch you up very, very soon. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. So, big thanks to Thomas there for his time. Um, I think you'll agree. Very insightful interview. Lots of really cool detail there, and a good, really good guy. Um, You know, it's with with the film industry and martial arts in general, you know, it gets a. Get to meet lots of people, and you know I can safely say that you know Thomas is one of the most nicest, decent, genuine guys I've ever met in in the industry, and uh, look forward to working with him very soon. As I mentioned again, I'm going to be working with him on, on tribal, and, and fingers crossed on uh, many more productions to come. So now we're going to jump straight into our weekly, well, nearly weekly uh, match up with Matthew Chapman, and um, quite a cool one. This enjoy, get those pens and papers ready to take some notes and uh, I'll, again I'll speak to you after enjoy our podcast please remember to subscribe rate and review kickback with Chris on iTunes today joining me on the phone as always we've got Mr. Matthew Chapman hello how sir how are we awesome just one yeah, word George. just awesome <laughs> is that it today just, just awesome just awesome <laughs> but the weather's been lovely isn't it well, it's absolutely pissing it down here at the minute, to be honest. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, down. not sorry. <laughs> down here in the sunny south, it's gorgeous. Yeah, in Spain, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, 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 no. In Essex. 
same thing, is it not? It, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> the sangria is about the same. <laughs> so, um, and the scenery. Keeping busy, lots, lots going on. Yeah, uh, well, just been um, doing a lot of um, fat mat chats with various instructors around the UK, which has kind of been fun. Um, it's quite nice on the, like driving to a private and just having a chat with uh, instructors and trying to help them out. It's been it's been good. Where did that come from? I'm sorry, I'm giggling away. That fat mat chat. <laughs> well, obviously we got mat chat, but I'm currently fat, so it's fat mat chat. But you're less fat, Matt. Now, well, I was less than I was, so I'm about half as fat as I should be. So uh, I hit 15 stone through sitting on my butt and uh, not, you know, being in the gym and teaching and training as much as I was. So then I've cut it down. I'm just under 14 and a half, but I need to be 14 to be uh, content. So I'm sort of semi-fat Matt. So it's semi-fat Matt chap. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing lots of those. They've been really good. Um, it's just nice talking with instructors because I've, I've, you know, taught in a full-time school for 19 years. So I kind of relate to a lot of their problems that they're going through and give them a different perspective on things, which is quite nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So uh, what should we talk about this week then? Um, well, one of the things I've been talking to a lot of instructors about is um, the field of dreams problem that they seem to be all right. Stuck in, which is, uh, if you've seen the classic Kevin Costner movie. Who hasn't? Um, yeah, well, you should do if you haven't. It's a, it's a tearjerker. If you build it, they will come philosophy that is in that film, uh, which seems to somehow just be stuck in martial artist's head that, you know, that you build a fantastic facility of, you know, changing rooms and showers and beautiful mats and stuff on the wall and all this fantastic stuff. And then they just kind of sit back and just hope, what I call hope marketing, where people will just walk through the door and it it doesn't seem to be working like that, sadly. No. Um, and this this is really common. I I, uh, I don't quite I don't quite understand why martial arts instructors just believe if you build this uh, amazing dojo, people will just turn up. Yeah. 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 I've, I've been there. I've done that before. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think, I think it was, it was easy. Well, I don't know if saying it was easy to do is the right way of phrasing it, but I think it was, it was an easier trap to fall into sort of when I was setting up in the early two thousands, because there was no social media. Yeah. There was no sort of online marketing or anything like that. So it, I think it was kind of easier to fall into that trap of I've made this bl- brilliant place and everybody will know about it from the one newspaper article that I've Yeah, had. right. Yeah. <laughs> everybody in town, you know, 30, 40,000 people are all going to know about it now because of my one newspaper article that 10 people read. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think it was it was easier then. But I, I know I know what you mean. I think a lot of people now are sort of more. Well, not a lot of people. Some people can be sort of reactive can't they like i'll sit and wait because everyone's going to turn up and then they kind of go oh shit (laughs) and also like they spend so much money on the facility and just like zero marketing so they'll spend you know 10 20 grand fitting out with zebra mats and you know all of this quality high quality stuff and it looks the business and then they literally won't spend anything on on marketing maybe some flyers and that's about it and i'm like oh wow guys yeah, and then they get they, then they get really cross at the guy around the corner that rents the church hall that's got two hundred students <laughs> <laughs> that in their opinions teaching rubbish, 
but yeah. their classes are rammed because they're proactive and they they're getting out there and telling people they exist. Yeah, that's that's the secret. Um, it's called no like and trust for a reason. First of all, people have to know that you exist and and that you're there. So I always say to these these guys I have a conversation with, um, look, I could put the best martial artists in a custom built, fantastic martial arts training facility. You know, take the the ten best martial artists in the world, put them in there, shut the door, and if you don't know, if I don't tell people about it, you're not going to know that these amazing martial artists are all locked up, ready for you to use. You have to spend time, money, energy, effort to tell people about your facility and your lessons and what you offer and how it can help people. And that has to be done consistently every day you're in business until you die. Mm. That, that's the key, isn't it? The consistently part. It's, it's very easy to splurge on your advertising and then yeah. back, back right off. Yes. And then and then sort of go, oh, I know what's happening, and have a mass panic, and then be reactive again. And yes, yeah, it, it, it is hard. I mean, I, I've done that before. You know, I've gone, oh my god, I'm so full. What am I going to do? I can't fit anybody in. And then inevitably, you do lose some members, um, or something changes, and yeah. then you can't, then all of a sudden you go, oh crap, I've lost ten members. And then you're like, oh, hang on. <laughs> If I'd have just been keeping on top of the advertising, sort of <laughs> ripping, this wouldn't have happened, would it? So, yeah. No, so, marketing is not an act. It's it's an it's not an event. It's something that you have to keep doing, literally daily, as long as you're in business. Mm-hmm. Not a one-off event that you do and then you stop. You have to be repeating and working on it. So, I, I usually advise them to. Uh, actually start marketing i don't really mind what they do (laughs) but they have to do some you have to do something even if you want to go old school and get flyers out there and um speak to the press and you know do all that sort of thing that that still works yeah but obviously there's lots of other more modern things you can do uh to complement that but just the just doing something would help these schools Especially if you're like launching a new school, uh, I would expend at least three months building up the launch um, and getting interest and getting waiting lists and getting people's emails and phone numbers and Facebook messages before you know you open the doors. But they, people don't do that. They they put all their heart and soul into building this beautiful facility, and then like a week before they go, oh crap, let's get some flyers out. Yeah, they've, uh, and as martial arts as a whole, I've, I've found they tend to put up this sort of psychological wall as well between I'm a tough, hardcore martial artist. I cannot do any of that advertising stuff. It's dishonest. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, that, you know, we're, we're not that that mentality just it doesn't fit anymore because the people that you're trying to connect to are being bombarded by all of this stuff you don't like. <laughs> on a daily basis from everywhere else so if they're seeing the adverts from the local soccer tots or the the local whatever it is that's going on you know yeah. if they're seeing that and they're reacting to that advert the advertising they're not going to react to your advert this this <laughs> i'll be careful with this but there's somebody close to, to to myself who their advertising is all based around what they don't do interesting uh, we don't do direct debits. We don't do this. We don't do that. And it's like, uh, okay, but I don't think anybody really cares about that. No, <laughs> not, they don't care about the things that they you don't do. No, they care about <laughs> the things you do do exactly. Yeah. You, what, what can you help me with? Well, we won't 
make you sign a direct debit. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but what about my fitness, self-confidence? Exactly, exactly. And that's the thing, isn't it? You're solving the pain and blah, blah, blah. You know, not, not going on a power trip of, well, my school, we don't give away belts. Well, okay. Well, great, ad- most great, schools, ad- great, great advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where, the, um, where this all came from? What's that? This kind of, um, you know, making money from martial arts is, is dishonest and bad. Well, it originally came from the Far East, where like the monks who used to train martial arts weren't allowed to have jobs, obviously, because they're monks. So therefore, they had to rely on the local community to uh, give them food and various other things so that they could live, right? So they couldn't earn a living from martial arts. Now, when it came over here, the first masters who came over still had that kind of mindset about, you know, you don't do it for a living. It's an honorable profession, that type of thing, because it came from the monks originally who who, who were, you know, the practitioners of martial arts. So generationally, it's still still there. There's still people who are like two or three generations removed from the first people who came over to teach martial arts in the UK from the Far East. But that's going to get less and less and less and less until people realize that, you know, it's a profession like any other profession and you can charge and you can advertise, you can make money, you can support your family and you can actually do a better job of that. The more students you have and the more you take care of your students. You know, I think if people were a little bit more up on that, you know, I think maybe this mentality it's so far removed from where the world is now. It's, 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 there's nothing wrong with charging for a good service. No, of course you know? not. No, now, if you're charging for something that's incredibly ropey and you know it is, then yeah, that's then that is morally yeah wrong, definitely. So you know, I, I, you could argue that that's subjective, but you know, I think I think deep down that ultimately the person that's providing the classes knows whether they're making it up or not <laughs> <laughs> very true um so yeah it's it's a it's a weird one isn't it i mean um people really do invest a lot of time energy and effort into their facilities and by comparison just like don't spend anything on their marketing uh i'm not quite sure whether they're actually worried about people turning up or I think it's what it is for first martial artists is we always we've always wanted a dojo of our own, right? Oh, absolutely. And the more blingy and amazing the dojo looks, the better it makes our egos feel and how we feel. And almost we'd almost prefer if no people turned up and messed up our dojo. If we could just earn a living just having a dojo but with no one in it, I think quite a few would. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, you spend all this money on it and you get it all nice and you get it all matted out and then you you, you stood at the front, you know, doing your best senior instructor pose. Everybody, <laughs> feet out, legs out straight, touch toes. And then you turn around and little Billy's picking holes in your mats with his thumb. Yeah, I know. It used to drive me mad. There's one kid that used to do that all the time. I was like... Or, or when, they, when they lean forwards and put their fingers out like claws and you just hear this... <laughs> as they drag their nails down your mats and you're like... You knew how much that one mat cost. <laughs> so I think it maybe is just an ego thing, and that actually they're not that worried if anyone turns up. But they they do get worried when they can't pay their rent, they can't pay the staff, and and then it all goes a bit a bit scary. So I would just like martial artists to allocate a budget 
um, either monthly or, or, you know, some sort of budget to their marketing spend. Now, I've heard um, that most people in business allocate 15 to 20 percent of their growth uh, on marketing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how that would work in the martial arts industry. But I mean, I think I think slowly but surely the industry sort of I say the industry <laughs> this sort of ragtag bunch of martial arts people <laughs> we are coming around to this thinking this mentality of it's okay to advertise um you know you see more and more people attending different courses and yeah. learning and learning it is an art in itself isn't it i mean you know we we learn the psychological elements as a you know a, alongside the physical elements of martial arts but you know you can i, I quite i've quite enjoyed learning the psychology of of sales as yeah. well because this is it's, it's great um well see to me it's the same stuff as martial arts that's why i like it because it's all based on positioning leverage um dominance pro perception which is the same as in martial arts you get to a dominant position you use leverage and um, it's the same stuff just mm -hmm. applied in a different place yeah you know the use of like open questions and all this sort of stuff it's it, it it's i like it you know it, it's it's cool and um you know and you do, and you can i mean you can you you can use it all and still retain the, the morals and ethics and honesty that you were you would assign automatically to martial arts you know you don't have to start lying i think no. that's the bit that people get a bit you know car salesy about it but yeah you, of course you, yeah you don't have to do that it's no. there and do people do it? Absolutely, they do. But you don't. I'm also not to. a fan of uh, hard selling people. I've never hard sold anyone at my my school. To uh, you're right, you're you dying there. You okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah still, it's damn cold. I can hear it. You get some antibiotics. Oh, bad all those. I never liked the hard sell. You know, the um, you know, I've seen it in some places where it's almost like you're leading them down a path they don't want to go, but they don't know how to get off the path. Um, and that type of um, hard selling, I'm not a fan of either, because I think eventually people resent it and, uh, you know, are not happy about the situation. Yeah, and the, whole, and the whole contract thing with children as well, I think also is a bit strange. It is more than a bit strange. Because I've, had a, kids, I've had a good old rant kids, about right? this before. Yeah, it's not it's not right at the end of the day. It's not right. I mean, we, maybe, but kids, mm, not I mean, sure. we have it. We have a. We 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 use direct debits, which I know we, even even some hardcore instructors, old school maybe, argue I don't know. They don't like those either because they feel that that's tying in. But you know, I I say to them from the outset, you know, the longest you're committed to anything here is is a month. Yeah. So if Billy's training this month and he's enjoying it and next month he's not all we do all we ask is that you pay you pay for the month of the classes that you've used and then you, you know you can leave no mm. problem yeah and I, and I and i say to them on day one this is our responsibility to you to provide the best service that we can yeah you know, that my staff are on their toes providing the best service that they can yeah and we're not going to sign you up for 12 months take the foot off the gas and just go well never mind they're here for 12 months <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah if they leave i got their money anyway so what does it matter i, I don't like that i don't like that no. um i'm not saying that people that use contracts do it for that reason but that to me seems to be the reason why you would 
Well, they do it to secure their finances for their business, which makes, from a business perspective, perfect sense. But for mum and dad, whose kids try, four-year-old kids tried it for two weeks and then doesn't want to do it anymore because it's too hard. You know, it's it's a uh, it's tricky, isn't it? Well, you don't want them. You don't want a class full full of kids that don't want to be there. No. But you also want to encourage kids to overcome obstacles and not quit. But I, I don't know about this, like, you know, two weeks a bit early, isn't it? If they've been training six, eight months and, you know, um, they're feeling the pressure a bit, then you can motivate them. But I think early on. So I don't know if they do contracts where you can, like, get out within the first two weeks. I would think so. With most contracts, you have 14 days. Well, uh, yeah, well, November. legally speaking, you have a cooling off period for all mm. of them anyway. But you do, you do, I mean, I have come across horror stories of people, you know, their kids being locked in for multiple, not the kids, obviously, but the adults, are, they're locked in for multiple years. And for whatever reason, you know, uh, they, they, they need to stop. And, you know, there's people sending out nasty letters and all this and it's this there's no there's no real need for it I, I don't feel there's a need for it i mean no and also in today's social media world we you know you can get oh, ruined oh, oh, oh. by that type of behavior you know you you do something like that and they just demolish you in the local community so i've seen it. it i've seen it mate i've seen it you know they they you you know you send out you you do default letter um, we're going, you know, you've got this amount of days to pay, otherwise this is going to happen. And they take a screenshot, they put it on oh. Facebook, and you have had it. And I've seen that happen. I've seen Ouch. it happen. Um, and, you know, I would... So the Google reviews they can leave, which you can't take down, the Facebook reviews, um, in Yelp and all these different directories, they can just, yeah, it's. I don't really know if it's worth it, I don't think. I don't think it is personally, but anyway, uh, we've sort yeah, of run should off. We, should we try and get someone who actually does enforce contracts to, uh, so if you're out there and you're a martial artist who does have contracts and enforce them, and um, if you wouldn't mind getting in contact and letting us know how it works out for you, and you know, that'd be interesting, because that's just our opinion, but obviously there's people out there who do actually do do it. Oh, like yeah. I, I, I've, I've worked for people that have done it. Mm. So you know, I, I've worked with people. I've I've sold them, you know. Mm. I, I've I've sat and sold them for for you know my employees in the past, um, mm. and you know it wasn't. And, and actually, thinking about it, I've used them as well when we first, when I first opened. Right, we've used them. Um, there were ninety day cancellations, so you know you you joined, and there's a ninety day cancellation process on it. Right, um, how did that uh, go down with your students? Um, the majority of them followed suit, but I'd been right. brought up through that system, so I didn't really know any better. It wasn't until I was in a position of, I was like, hang on, this is my school. <laughs> yeah, I can do what I like. I can this do is, what this I like. is, well, it was more, this is coming back on me. This is not, I'm not working for somebody uh, else. So yeah. I can't go, oh, I'm really sorry. I'll put you on to so-and-so. Yeah. Pass on the phone. Yeah. It's me. So I was all of a sudden this, hang on, you know, uh, Am I happy? Am I happy with this? Do I feel this is the right way? And it, and it didn't didn't sit right with me, so I stopped doing that. But interestingly, in lots of other businesses, they have contracts. Your mobile phone contract and all the other stuff, which we all willingly accept that you know we're stuck with the same mobile for twenty four, forty eight months or something, and we sign up to this. So it may not be a bad thing. I'm not sure. It's it's very interesting, isn't it? Because obviously it's it's good for the business because you're almost guaranteed that money for the length of the contract. 
Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I see you. I do see your point, and I understand where you're coming from with that one. I just don't know that it's right for a four-year-old because you don't see many. <laughs> you don't, you don't go, you don't go into O2 and see them hard selling a an, an iPhone X on a four-year-old. <laughs> true, 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 true. It's. Uh, I'd like to get some user feed, uh, listener feedback on this because I'd, li- I'd like to know what people think about it. It's all. It's. You see, the thing about martial arts, which is the coolest thing about martial arts, is you can do it any damn way you like. Like, and that's also the problem with martial arts is you can set up your business any damn way you like, and it's pretty much unregulated and, and you know, um, it's just how it is. Um, so if you want to go old school and, you know, charge £2.50 50p a lesson, no. you can do. And if you want to go like mega, mega hard sell contracts and premium pricing, you can do as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's very true. And I know that there's been some rulings in the last few years with regards to uh, contracts longer than 12 months. Oh, is the it? Legality right. of them being enforced. Yeah, I think there's right. there's yeah, there's been some rulings that have made them a little bit more difficult. Um, yeah. but you know, to each their own. Yeah. That's that's the thing, isn't it? You, you get to do what you do, and you get to reap the consequences of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, absolutely, absolutely. Well, fantastic chatting with you, sir. Um, and you uh, what have you got planned for this weekend? Anything nice, or are you just going? I don't even know what day it is anymore. It's the holiday effect, isn't it? It's the, it's the, the and I say Christmas holiday effect. Then the summer holiday effect. Yeah, kids are off school, and you're like, I don't, I don't even know what day it is. What day is, is it? Friday today. Friday today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, tomorrow, I'm finishing off my latest uh, curriculum. I'm writing a JKD for combat sports curriculum. Very so cool. I'm just finishing that off and getting it out for Sunday. So I'll just be kind of tinkering on the computer all, all tomorrow, I expect, and uh, eating food and getting fatter. <laughs> Make it a salad. <clears throat> I do eat. I do eat quite a lot of salad, but I just need to. I went from like you know on the mat every day for four, five, six hours a day to not being on the mat. So like I'm just not burning as much calories as I used to, even if I do my own training. You know, just being on the mat, walking around, correcting students, kicking them in the face, rolling, sparring. You know, you you just act hyperactive, aren't you? You're just burning mm-hmm. lots of calories. So then if you're sat in front of a laptop, even if you do an hour's work of training or padlock, it's just not it's not enough. So more salads and maybe kicking more people in the face. At the same time. Fantastic. <laughs> I'll try. I'll let you know. Ha. Well, thank you, sir, as always. Um, have a good weekend with your salads and your syllabus. And uh, we'll, we'll catch up again next time. We'll do, matey. Thank you. Cheers. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. So a big thanks to Matt again, a really insightful uh, little chat there as always. Um, one thing I do actually want to quickly mention as well for Matt is he's just recently um, mentioned on Facebook that he's launching a new service. It's called Mits and Marketing. And this is just from the blurb that he posted. Um, here's how it works. Most instructor. <laughs> let's start that again. Most instructors who book me for a Mitmaster seminar also need a little help with their school marketing. So why not combine them both? So here's what you get. A two and a half hour Mitmaster seminar at your school. After we finish sweating, I'll then do a two and a half hour marketing consultation with yourself and your staff. So combining two 
really cool things there into one. So if that's something that you're interested in, do get in touch with Max. I know I get a lot of people that contact me to say, oh, you know, I've got a got a workshop booked with Matt. He's going to come and teach at my school. Can you give it a mention on the podcast, etc.? Um, well, you know, this best of the both worlds, you know, you get to do the physical side and then work on the marketing and the, the building of your business as well at the same time. So uh, having attended some of his, uh, you know, workshops in the past, the, the, the learning side of things, uh, learning side of things, the business side of things, I can wholeheartedly recommend it. And obviously getting to chat with him every week on the podcast too also gives me some sort of insight into his, into his knowledge. So definitely give it, give it some thought, uh, you know, two birds and all that. So uh, get in touch with him. So um, thank you all again for listening this week. If you could please, please uh, help us out by liking our podcast group. So if you look up uh, Kickback Podcast or Kickback with Chris the Martial Arts Podcast, um, give us a like, give us a share and all that usual good stuff. It really does help to spread the word. Um, if you can give this episode a share on Facebook too, and why not? Because it's a fantastic one. Um, you know, it really does help to uh, to spread the news of what we're doing and, and the good word of martial arts and the UK industry. All right, guys, thanks again for your time. And I'll catch up with you all again very soon. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.